Welcome, friend, to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Are you struggling to be more productive in your home and to be more productive overall? Are you struggling with purposeful parenting? I know why. It's because you're an extroverted stay-at-home mom and you are putting yourself in a bucket with every other stay-at-home mom out there who is telling you all the ways to be more organized and productive and get more done and be a patient parent and it's just not working. You are empty, unfulfilled, lonely, exhausted, and you don't have the energy that you know is out there for you somewhere. And I have the answer. Hi friend, I'm Michelle Bird, and I have been in your fancy shoes. The answer is to understand that the extroverted stay-at-home mom needs specific solutions that help fill our bucket as extroverts so that we can pour from a full cup so that we can be more productive and purposeful in our parenting. Get ready, friend. Reheat that coffee, pop in your earbuds, and come hang out with me. It's time for today's show. Hello, friends. I'm excited to bring this episode to you. It's a live coaching episode I did with another client who is an extrovert, and she was having some issues dealing with specific problems, topics, issues that we as extroverts deal with. So I would love for you to listen in. Ellie is a child of God and a wife of five years to an amazing, loving man of God. She is a mother to two girls under age two. She's a busy mom. She considers herself an extrovert until she became a parent. So we talked through that and kind of the feelings that she was have of wrestling with still being an extrovert, but feeling at home that her kids should fulfill that need. So she is an amazing mom. Her home is a bilingual home. The first language is Spanish, but she is definitely fluent in English. She loves music as part of her life. And as you can listen to in the next few minutes, we also dig that out and talk about music a bit. She loves to dance and sing and loves to laugh super loud. She is a joy to be around and she enjoys theatrical music shows, comedy shows, and just fun things. She is a work from home mom. She has an amazing podcast. She works part-time on her passions and full-time hours as an intercessor for the kingdom of God in a full-time homemaker. You can find her on her podcast, The Spanglish Mom, S-P-A-N-G-L-I-S-H, Mom, and it is amazing. So before we dive into this amazing session with Ellie, who is just a joy to hang out with, if you are ever stuck as an extrovert or even an introvert, and you're having issues with purposeful parenting, being more productive, or maybe even just issues surrounding being an extroverted at home mom and interacting with others, with your family, with your husband, and all those things, I would love to connect with you. So grab a one-on-one coaching session with me just like this. We can talk and hang out and hopefully solve some of your speed bumps. All right, let's get started. 
Ellie, it's so good to talk to you while your little ones are sleeping. Hope yes. For a while. <laughs> it's so sweet. It's so awesome to see your beautiful face. You're always like so bright. <laughs> and like the sun is hitting your face, but that's just an added bonus. Like, you oh, you're so sweet. I just love <laughs> hanging out with you. All right, my friend. You were talking about that you guys have just moved, which congratulations. That's a big thing with two little ones. And that now you're kind of looking for a community to connect with for friendships for you, friendships for kiddos. Now you're in this new space. What do you do? But it also is difficult because your kids have a certain schedule. You have a certain schedule. Other people do. Everybody's busy. It seems crazy. So yes, you were looking for what looks like some community and how to like get plugged in and connect with some people. Is that right? Yes. I wanted to talk about it because when you mentioned about being an extroverted mama, I'm like, I've always been extroverted, but I feel different as maybe because of the age of my children, you know, I've just been so huddled in. And then of course, 2020 happened. Right. And that's an added thing. Then on top of that, we moved and that was a year ago. Okay. (laughs) That was a year ago. Right now I'm in this space where I'm like, I need community. We've been saying it for a long time, my husband and I. So we've been knowing that. And Holy Spirit really has been pressing on us that, hey, you guys can't do this alone. And we're like, I know, we know. (laughs) But how do we get out there, meet people and get plugged in? And yeah, so I almost feel like that. Like even when I'm at the park, because, okay, we go to the park. We do go out. We do some things. It's not every week but we do some things. But when we do, it's like, okay, what happened to my social skills? Like what happened to my extrovert? I know how to do this, but it feels different with children because I'm like paying attention to them and do it. Okay. What do they need? What? (laughs) So that's the thing I wanted to talk about as I know that you've gone through this with your own children and you've gone through the whole process. So like maybe if anything in there, any tips could help me step out on a different, just have a different perspective. Yeah. So you were mentioning that you connected with a church that's out there or have you, you're, you haven't quite connected, but you're online. You're doing an online church from before, from where you were. No. So we, yeah, we're in a totally new space. So everything has changed. (laughs) Everything has changed right now. We're online, but the church is not local. So it's just a place where we were like, okay, that is where we're plugged in online, hearing their preachings, their weekly. That's like our teaching. Now, We know that our children need community. They need to see the body, really. They need to see this thing lived out beyond us. So we're just in a space where it's like, how did we do this in the past? How did we find a church? (laughs) But not only that, even just going to the park, let's just say, because I'm not afraid to speak to, you know, non-believers, et cetera. So like even just going to the park, et cetera, and connecting with people feels odd. It's just different. Like, how do you do that? I don't know why you want my number. I have little kids now. I don't know you. It's like a different headspace. And so I'm just, I'm just like, okay, I need to talk to some, <laughs> to, to Michelle and see what her perspective has been in this area. 
Well, for us, a lot of things that we got plugged into. So when my kiddos were really little, we had a group from our church that all the moms had littles. And so we'd go and meet at the park and do that. And that was kind of our community of, cause all of our kids were the same age and you need to go to the park to wear them out. Then they nap, you know, that's the whole thing. The other way we kind of met community was doing activities and not doing a whole lot of them. Maybe we did a tumbling class or maybe we did something else. The biggest thing I think for me for connection was mops. It's called Mothers of Preschoolers and you can find it anywhere. You can just go on their website and then type in your address and they'll tell you where the nearest mops is. Usually they're connected with a church, which is really nice. So there's one that was connected to a church is way down south that we didn't go to, but I knew a couple of friends who went there and it was just a godsend to connect with other moms. You get to drop your kids off at the daycare for a little bit and have an actual conversation. We took turns bringing brunch so you could get lunch and talk to people. They had speakers that came and talked to you about what area your kids were in. So maybe one would be discipline or one would be having fun playtime or taking rest for yourself or how to deal with tantra tantrums, <laughs> you know, all the things. Yes. All the things I need right now. <laughs> all the things that you're kind of going through. So yes. the way we found community was through mops and through our church and then little pockets in between it is really hard if you just go to the park and you just hope to meet another mom sometimes that works because your kids get along and they start playing and but it is kind of awkward it's much better if you have like a common thing that you're doing and then you meet up with those other moms at the park that's Uh, good that so that's what's making it awkward it's like (laughs) hi can i get your phone number oh wait that sounds weird (laughs) now there has been a few other extroverted moms like I can tell I'm like oh I can talk to her because she's looking around like does anybody else want to talk because I'm ready to (laughs) I'm just swinging this child and I'm playing and we love our kids it's not that it's more like how do we connect right in the midst Mm -hmm. of that because they need to also see that Mm -hmm. they need to see us model connection and meeting other people and having people over being in community through our church, we've also done a Bible study. So now our kids are a little bit older. So they play with the kids in the Bible study. The other way I would suggest in you finding community is doing a hobby or something that you love. Like I like working out. So I go, I see the same people in the workout class at the same time every morning. And so it builds a natural community where then you just grab somebody and you're like, Hey, let's hang out afterwards on Saturday for some coffee. Or how are you doing? How old are your kids? What are you doing with them? So if you build other like little hobbies that you kind of just go and do yourself as a mom, (laughs) I don't know whether it'd be like a painting class or a walking class or a workout class. I'm sure you can find, there's also like stroller strides. I remember that we used to do that was really fun. You have a stroller and it's a bunch of moms that work out with their little ones. And so you can easily go, you can get a a decent workout, a good workout, meet these other moms with other kids. And I remember that one was really nice because 
worst thing is you just ended up walking around with your stroller, like, and, and other moms in your group and other communities, but you still, you got to know these other moms that had kids this age. And so doing some hobbies, I think some little groups would help connecting with the church would really help. And that does take time. And I think over the pandemic and and the whole thing, it's been crazy, crazy. I think our normal ways of meeting people were suddenly gone. I remember right before the pandemic hit, my firstborn, she was four or five months. So very early into the whole thing. But I was already creating that community. And we were going to like a breastfeeding support thing because it was like, y'all, I'm just here just to know that I'm not alone. Like in this whole hang out with other moms. Yeah. And so when the pandemic hit everything, because it was it was shut down, we didn't keep in contact. And I think that's the part like you mentioned about it takes time. Sometimes it feels like, oh my gosh, how long? Because you reach out to people as an extroverted mom, like you just reach out. And this is my question to another extroverted mom. How do you deal keeping patient when people are like, you know, we don't really need to spend that much time or that much connection? Help me. Because I'm still young, so young, like in into understanding who I am and like why I am extroverted. So what have you learned in that area? Just that's huge. Yeah. So as an extrovert, I have learned that I do like to be alone sometimes, but that I gain my energy by being with people. So I feel if I don't have that connection or that community on a regular basis, whether it be through church or through friends or hanging out with a friend and going on a hike once a week, I find that I get kind of lonely or like sad or a little down. And so I really need as an extrovert, those outlets of how to communicate with people. And it is really hard right now with the pandemic because a lot of things people either didn't want to get together for a long time or were shy or didn't or life is too busy now that things have kind of picked up and people are all of a sudden going from zero to a hundred right and they're they're like my schedule is all of a sudden like crazy and I've got to take my kids everywhere and I don't have any time to hang out so I have found that for me To gain that energy, I just connect with three or four people a day. And whether that be leaving them voice texts of, hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. How is life? How are you doing? Or getting on the phone with somebody or taking time to say, okay, I really would love to get together with you. I know you're super busy. Let's grab a time that we can just grab coffee right before we have to go pick up the kids or let me meet you in the parking lot and we'll hang out for a few minutes before we have to grab our kids from school or whatever it might be. So grabbing those little moments, but it does take time. And sometimes you have to do it two or three weeks in advance before it'll kick in. Like you have to get on somebody's schedule, you know, in two or three weeks and you're just, you're kind of planning forward. 
of, okay, I'm going to see this friend next week. And this friend was too busy. So she said two weeks out. So you're just planning a time. Another thing I've heard that is really helpful is a friend said, plan to go to yoga with one person or whoever it might be and have that standing date of every Wednesday night, we're going to go to yoga. And whether you go or not go, it doesn't matter. But that time is reserved for you to get out of the house with a girlfriend. And so you say you're going to yoga. Maybe you go to yoga. Maybe you end up going to coffee. Maybe you hang out. But it's that planned time. So I have thought maybe I would set up that as well of like one Wednesday and ask a friend to go to yoga or coffee or whatever it is. And every Wednesday, ask somebody or to set a time in my week of my schedule. Maybe it's Saturday morning because my kids like to sleep in and my nobody likes to do anything, but I want to go on a hike or go hang out with somebody. So maybe Saturday morning, I grab a mom and say, hey, would you just be up for taking a walk Saturday morning? So I just save that space in my calendar Saturday morning. And then every week I try to get a new friend. Maybe it's the same friend of somebody who like, hey, do you want to go walk this Saturday? And that might also be a connection because I know there's a ton around here of like walking groups or hiking groups or people who like to go do those outdoor things. So maybe you could connect with somebody on that. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's so interesting because like as you're saying it, it feels familiar, but it's like the practice of it with kids that has been on a whole nother level. That's the part that I'm like, (laughs) what happened to this piece about me, about being extroverted? And so I love all the tips you gave. Like, I really like when you said about finding a hobby that you already enjoy that already like helps with, okay, this is something that I love to do, that I enjoy doing, that I miss. (laughs) So my kids are two years and younger, right? Like I have a two-year-old and a one-year-old. And then plus everything that happened is like, we just been basically in a bubble. And I wanted to like mention to the other piece that I know I have dealt this, it's not only people, but I have dealt it even with my, myself. It's just the fear of, okay, I just, I don't know. We don't know what's going on. We don't know how to deal with this. If one of us contracted, like, what do we do? Like creating a plan, all these different things. So it just has been also like trying to wrap our mind up around that and overcoming that fear, even in our own, with our own faith. But then not only dealing with our own fear, then it's just like the perceived. I don't know if everyone has different things, but I can also perceive people's their the way they speak or the way that they share, I can perceive them. So I don't like to overstep that even as an extrovert, because I have learned that, that it's like, okay, I get it. I get it. (laughs) So I don't want to overstep that. But at the same time, I'm like, but can we just meet up? Like, (laughs) but I still have, like I was saying, my own fears, their fears, and you perceive that. So it has been interesting, but I love what you were saying about getting hobbies. So that's good. (laughs) 
It's true, though. I think the pandemic has done more than at the surface, right? Because it's changed a lot of how we do community. It's changed a lot of how we connect. As you said, people are more fearful. So you don't want to bring that on if you see that somebody is fearful and may not want to hang out or may not want to meet you because they're afraid that they might contract COVID or that something serious, maybe they have other family members that would be impacted. And so they are fearful for them. So it's brought like a whole new way of connecting that I think is really hard and will be here for a while. And as extroverts, it's especially hard because it hits us where we love to connect with people person to person, giving people hugs, hanging out with them, being in community physically. And so it's just a little tough. (laughs) It's very tough. Now I do have a question in your lifetime. Have you met different types of extroverts? Okay. From the pool of people that you know, right? Are all of them like that? Where, cause you mentioned about like giving people hugs and everything. I'm like, okay, yup, that's me. But I'm curious, are all extroverts like that? Or is that just? That's a great question. I think it just depends on how huggy of a person you are, but I would think yeah. so. I think it just depends because the definition of an extrovert is someone who gains their energy from being with people. They're recharged by being with people. So that can be they physically want to give them hugs and hang out. That can be that they need that connection. And it's not to say that introverts don't need people, but that an introvert will recharge by being by themselves. So it's kind of like they have a a maximum of people tolerance where they're kind of like, okay, I've met my quota for the day of people. And then they have to kind of step back and recharge. Whereas an extrovert will be like the opposite of I've met my quota of alone time. I'm great now. I don't need any more alone time. And so they have to go find their people. That's so good. Okay. Let me ask you this, I guess, from your own experience with being a mother now, how have you seen that translate in your life with children? Because I love my little people, but I need a break from them. So so that's the part that I'm like, I'm a stay at home mom technically work from home, like building my business and everything, but mostly stay at home mom. So that's the part that I'm like, what has happened with me? Cause (laughs) usually I just want to be around. I love all the hugs. I love my children so much. I love their hugs. I love just observing them grow and all the things, but it's just a different type of connection. So that's the part that I'm like, okay, I am touched out. Like I've never felt so touched out in my life. I'm like, wait. So that's the part that I'm like, am I like no longer an extrovert? Like that has has come to mind. (laughs) (laughs) Having the little people is just a different, it fills a different need in you. Whereas I would find I needed to connect with other moms and be like, oh my gosh, my kid did this. Or can I just have an adult conversation? Can I just give you a hug? You seem normal. I just want to talk to you. Whereas the little people, you're, 
you're connecting with them on a different level. You're trying to keep them alive. You're <laughs> feeding them and helping with all their needs. You're trying to keep them from killing themselves or jumping off things or destroying whatever. So that's it. It's just a different dynamic. So you need that puzzle piece of mom time of being with your littles and getting hugs and playing hide and go seek and jumping in boxes and doing crazy things. But you also need that other puzzle piece of a person that's more your age that you can connect with that you don't have to uh, spoon feed food into their <laughs> mouth and cut up their food. <laughs> yeah. You, you explain that so beautifully, Michelle, because Okay, if anyone listens that does not have children, you don't get it. Yes, you have to keep them from killing themselves. They will grab whatever. And you have no clue what is dangerous until they touch it. And you're like, wait a minute. I did not know this pencil was a weapon <laughs> until they touch it and try to shove it down their throat. <laughs> so just in case there's any people out there, like it, it is real. They do grab things and make things dangerous when they're common, whatever it is, a, a All book the time. <laughs> and try to eat the pages. No, that's not <laughs> find, a, find a nail in places or a screw of something that got somehow. Wh where did this screw come from? Nobody knows. So yes. So just in case anybody out there, because that's what I think my husband and I were like, oh my gosh, this is what parents were talking about. <laughs> right. You don't understand until you have kids, how many times you save them during the day from themselves or they're save one child from the other child and they, or they start playing with something that you realize that's not going to end well. And so you, <laughs> you have to interfere and connect. So yes, it's just the fun of being a mom. I was thinking back some of the other things I enjoyed doing as an extrovert was I would want to get out of the house and take my kids, get out of the house. So we go to the park or we go to indoor play spaces or all kinds of places, or we'd run errands. I love taking my kids on errands. We'd go to the <laughs> store and we'd go in a certain direction. And if you... I don't know if they do it now, but at Safeway and other places, they'd give out free cookies. If you just go and ask, hey, can I have a sample? So if the kids were good all the way till there, they could get a cookie. And if they weren't, then they didn't. The best though was when two kids were good and they got a cookie and one did not. And then they really learned their lesson that they need to be good like the next time. <laughs> But yeah, as an extrovert, we just had fun, like going on errands and they did preschool. That was just like, I don't know, an hour a day, two hours. It was literally like I took them and then came and picked them up again. But <laughs> that's, that's, that's literally what an hour feels like. They're right. napping for an hour, but it feels like 10 minutes went past. <laughs> right. Right. So those are the ways we just kind of connected. It really did help to have a, a group that we met up with. I think it was like once a week from our church and it was a bunch of moms. And that was the best thing. Having mops once a week was good. So I knew Wednesday mornings, I had a play date with all the moms from church. 
Friday mornings, we had a play date at Mops. And then if we did anything else during the week, great. If we walked to the park in the morning, great. If we didn't and everybody just cried at home, that was okay too. <laughs> we just <laughs> reset in the middle of the day. Everybody took a nap. So you just have to learn to roll with things. I think as an extrovert, it was just fun to roll with things and just do different things. But having those blocks in place of knowing when I was going to get community mm. was key. That's so good. I like that so much. There's a mom, actually. We connect and we had a talk and we're like, girl, we just need to meet up. Like, <laughs> so we know each other from church and she actually lives in. Now, this is the church I used to go to. And so she lives in my same town and she has a little one that's a year old. And we're like, why have we not gotten together? I don't understand. We've tried. And so, but maybe I need to bring up that idea. I didn't think about that. Like, hey, is there a day that we can just say this day we're getting together now? If you want to cancel, it's fine. But like, that's, you know, the day that we set versus trying to, because we've tried to like, just it's a puzzle, so I'm going to bring up that idea. I like that so much. I'm Literally, we get off this call and I'm going to text her and suggest something like that. Yeah, the best is just to set it and forget it. So put it in your schedule of Wednesday mornings, I'm going to be at this park at 10 o'clock. And then every time you meet a mom or you connect with a mom, be like, hey, come hang out with us. Me and so-and-so, we go every morning to the park at 10 o'clock on Wednesdays. If you can make it great. If there's a Wednesday, you can't totally fine. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. I do have a quick question. Yes. I don't know. Okay. So this has to do with marriage and being an extrovert and having children. I'm curious if you can answer. So I'm married to a introvert. <laughs> But his way of connecting, right? Like you were saying, it's totally different. So I, I see that completely, 100%. But he's at a point because of the whole thing where he's like, I think I need to make some friends. Like he's at that point as well. So I'm curious in your relationship, your marriage, how have you guys connected with others together? Like, has that been a thing for you with children? That's a great question. So my husband is an introvert. He's way on the other. He's an outgoing introvert. When he's around people, he engages, he's in conversation, he's hanging out, all those things. But when he's done, he's done. He's like, I have had too many people. We had two events this weekend. And that was a lot, like two things. That was a lot. So he needs to recharge. So one thing is I have to make sure he gets that recharge time during the week or else he just needs to take it. So then he tries to take it other times. He'll stay up super late if he needs to like recharge and get a book. So we've decided like once a week that we have a family movie night. We try to do that fairly early, but it's never really early, but we do it like Friday night, have a movie night, and then I will go to bed after that. And he can stay up as late as he wants Friday night because Saturday morning, everybody sleeps in. So we know that like on the calendar, that's his introvert time that after our family movie, that's what it, he has. 
So that's how he recharges. But you're right. During the pandemic, he was like, I really miss people. He switched jobs to where he's now working at home. And he doesn't go in and see people anymore in the office. And he was really like, oh, I miss going into the office. This is weird. So we have had a really amazing Bible study group from our church and the guys from there he's connected with. We've also done like a guy's night at our house sometimes every once in a while to connect where guys barbecue night or something where they hang out and do barbecue and drink beer or whatever, and they get to connect. He's also done a group that was just an accountability group is what they called it, but you could probably call it like guys night out group. And it's similar to like what we were talking about of having that time once a week to connect. And maybe he needs it every other week of like just two guys he's connecting with as an introvert. They only need, (laughs) this is funny. They only need like two or three relationships, two or three really good relationships. They're good. As an extrovert, I like lots of people and my husband would prefer like just three really good friends. So does that help at all? Oh yeah. It's interesting how like you're speaking. I'm like, (laughs) that's exactly the story my husband has gone through as far as like he changed jobs. Now, when I tell you the pandemic changed everything, then of course he's at home working from home, which has both been a blessing. And also for him, it has been that where it's like, I can't believe I actually want to go in the office and go, go see people. This is weird. Like for him. So we both have felt just at very odds with our identity as far as, you know, me as an extrovert, him as an introvert. And so that's cool to hear. So it sounds to me like really the root is that I need to find this community where we really want to plug in. We really want a a community where they have a strong children's ministry. That's really one of the biggest key for us, just so that we can get more support in that area. And hopefully we get to really connect with the parents. That's the hope. (laughs) So I love everything that you share. And that really was, that's helpful. It just confirmed what I was thinking and affirmed other things and just really helped me see like, okay, I am still an extrovert. I'm obviously in need of just getting over some fears. And I love the tip. Just put a date, go make it flexible. You come, great. If you don't, I understand because it happens to us as well. So we totally, the patience level is like on a whole nother level than before children. I don't even know who I am anymore as far as that goes. Like I'm so patient, like right now is awesome though. It's great. Yeah. And with kids, especially little ones, you have to be so flexible of like, We just had a blowout. We're not going to be there for another 20 minutes. We were going to be on time, but this is not going to happen. Or we all got in the car and then somebody lost their snack or their food, or we don't have shoes. So you just have to be really flexible. And as a mom, you understand from other moms. So if you set up, Hey, we're just going to be here at the park. We're good. You know, come on over when you get a chance. If you get there for 10 minutes, great. Like, you just have yeah. to make it well-rounded. 
for sure. No judgment. No judgment. <laughs> and I want to wear that. No judgment. I'm yeah. so like I've had mothers be like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, do not apologize. I know you went through a whole situation before you came here because I did too. Relax. Is we're here. The fact that we even here, forget it. It's that's a miracle. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I thought of while you were talking is we did lo- what's called love and logic and it's a parenting group. I don't know if they meet. We had somebody in our area who was doing classes on it and it was so helpful. They talk a lot about natural consequences. And so the example I used about the cookie, that's a natural consequence of, oh, you're not being obedient and doing what I ask, well, then I'm sorry, you don't get a cookie. So there's a lot of like natural consequences that they teach. (laughs) And it's awesome because it takes a lot of the stress away as you being parents, especially when they're having a tantrum or they're just screaming and you say, you know what? I don't like it when people scream at me. I'm going to be over here. When you calm down, come talk to me. Or there's lots of those kind of things that help you with your patients and you to feel calm in the midst of crazy situations where you just want to be like, ah, but you know, you can't as a parent, you have to just take a deep breath. So I would look into love and logic. I don't know if they have any groups or if they have any teachings around you. Thank you. I definitely jotted that down. <laughs> yes. So it was our saving grace. I think I took the class like two or three times to get, because there's so much information that I wanted to gleam. And it's a great way. It's very Christian-based parenting. And it is very, as I said, natural consequences, loving your kids and having boundaries. But it was amazing. That's so good. That's exactly the next stage in parenting for us. Actually, this last night and this morning where I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, like what is going on? Please give me clarity. I know I need all the things, but right now, where is my energy going to be best spent in? Because I almost feel like I'm like one-sided where it's like I need a focus with each area in my life right now. And so- He's like, yeah, discipline. The discipline part is so, and I knew it. I knew it. It it was so interesting. I knew it, but it was almost like it was hidden at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense. We're just like, this is so frustrating. And I'm trying to go to the word and get information and also talk to like my mom, for example, but she parents differently. So I'm like, (laughs) we're like gonna, so I'm like, okay, I need to find what is, I don't even know what my style is. So I was like, I'm just going to spend time in the word, learn from there. And hopefully when a resource comes, then I'll just know. I'll just know it's the thing for me, but yeah, I'm going to check this one out as well. That's so awesome. Yeah. We love love and logic. It's very down to earth, very easy. The guys that if you do get it on a video or you watch a video, the guys who were the speakers are very funny. 
and it's very calming. It just helps parents, I think, to kind of be in control, but not in a forceful way because you're using natural consequences. So you're saying, oh, I'm so sorry you made that choice. This is what you can choose. You can choose to strap yourself in or I'm going to strap yourself in. You know, when they're getting in the car seat and they're screaming, there's all kinds of little things like that where you feel more in control of the situation, but you're acting in a way that is empathetic and is offering natural consequences. And sometimes they just need to scream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yep. That's so good. I'm going to check it out. Thank you, Michelle. Did you have any other questions? Can I help you with anything else? No, honestly, I feel good. I think that was it. I'm glad the question about the marriage came up. That was super helpful at the end there. And and the love of logic, like that's awesome. Thank you for sharing those resources. <laughs> yeah, so go check out Love and Logic. Go find a church that works for you guys and go to it, plug in and find either community group. I think you would love to be on like a worship group. I could see you going like once a week and that's your thing. You just go and do worship and you're up there practicing with people. I know that's what our church does. Like once a week, all the people who lead worship practice. I could see you doing that and having so much fun. Did you know this about me? That's what I do. Like, that's what I... That's my thing. I love music. Yeah, I think it would be great. <laughs> there you go. I think you're very, just very perceptive. So your gifts are just shining right now. So that's Aww. awesome. Yeah, I totally, I can see that throughout my whole life. And the church we were previously plugged in with, they really cultivated that in me. And I, to levels that I was just like, I didn't know I had that in me. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. And so for you to even say it like that, like, I think you need yeah. to go sing. Why'd you? <laughs> right, you need to go and use that gift that God's given you. For sure. Oh man. I don't know. I don't know if I can sing right now. Like the thought, this is why. No, we need a whole nother podcast episode for <laughs> the type of commitment that that it takes that's the part that's like fear like brings like just stress right now in my heart where I'm like ooh, I couldn't even think about it but we'll see I'm open I'm open yeah, don't commit to a whole lot just like a once that's, a right that's, the, the, that's evening, the part <laughs> go sing that's all just a, a small once a month that's a puzzle piece in your heart that you need to connect with so don't jump all in you got a lot of a lot of other things on the fire there your little ones and your house and growing your business and being a mom all the things yeah but that I think is really on your heart and is a hobby as close to you is something you love. So do just a little, don't do, you know, don't take on the whole thing, but That's I think good. that would bring you a little bit of joy and, <laughs> and a little bit of fun and a little bit of being extroverted. And there's your puzzle piece of what you kind of need. So good. Oh, <laughs> good job. Well, you wrote down the action points. 
to find yeah i totally did i totally you know what i'll write the other one down i'm not open but i think there's a reason why you said that so i'll i'll write that last one down okay check it out (laughs) maybe the church you have has a really good worship team that you can just be a part on just a little we'll see every every other sunday one time a month (laughs) one time a month that's it that's all you need right you find three other people who will sing you sing just once once a month you're good yeah on a good rotation but yeah it's so cool like my mom she does that she sings her sister my aunt also did and when I told them I'm like hey you all I joined a worship team they were cracking up (laughs) they were like we're not surprised (laughs) we're not surprised it runs in the family (laughs) we're like okay (laughs) we're ready it's your gift yeah definitely thank you michelle you are so welcome my friend all right well go keep being an amazing mom i know you have so much on your plate but take a deep breath and now there's some good ways to connect with people some good planned things you can put in your week that'll be more extrovert stuff and that i think will fill your heart for sure. This has been so helpful. Oh, yes. good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I think just even connecting in the identity level where it's like, you're an extrovert, you get me. So thank you so much, friend. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review. Post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, please leave a review on iTunes. It lights up my heart when I hear how God is using this podcast to help other women too. This is the number one way other women will find this show and be blessed. So please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you and God bless my friend.